Hey, this is Hayden Fleury, and you're listening to Chasing Birdies. All right, y'all, we're back here for another episode of Chasing Birdies. You guys chased them. We chased them. We chased them. Before we get into that, uh, I want to thank Lynx Brewing for being a sponsor of the show. Uh, make sure you go check them out at lynxbrewing.com. Uh, the Chasing Birdie Blondale was a, a flow-in mm. this past weekend, but it felt good. Dude. It felt good. I still can taste it. I mean, we popped so many of those things off on Monday, mm-hmm. Sunday. Chasing Birdie Blondale was in full force and effect here at Nemecolon Resort. Yeah, and thank you to Nemecolon for giving us the opportunity thank you. To, to put on the show with Colt Ford, Josh Miranda, Matt Stell, George Birds, Jordan Reynolds. I mean, we had a bunch of people up here on uh-huh. Monday. Sunday was a blast, but Monday was out of this world. So golf, the golf was great. The golf was great. The hang was even better. Shooting guns, but but we shot some guns. I thought you were going to shoot me at one time, but I mean, you turn around with a loaded shotgun. Well, that was just to kind of scare everybody. But yeah, real but, funny, real um, funny. So how was the no, golf man. game? I mean, did you enjoy yourself playing with the boys a little bit, buddy? I tell you what, I had a great time playing with everybody. It was nice to not play golf for a week. And uh, I needed that break, but no, it was great. And you and Mr. Katzif, that's Brandon Katzif, by the way. We've been on a little bit of a run. You don't have a day off, bud. You just played in another member guest. Yeah. Yawkey Guinea Country Club, Friday, Saturday. Then I went to Nemecolon, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I mean, and, and, but the crazy, it's like you're working in the room, the hotel room, and you're doing this and the other. But on Friday, Saturday, I was fortunate to have Brandon as my partner. Uh, my yeah. man in 45 holes made eight birdies. Mm-hmm. I made 14 birdies, and we only counted Chasing. two bogeys. And uh, so we were 20 under for 40 best ball, 45 holes. That's and, ridiculous. And uh, we won our flight by – we tied points 27-27. Well, we tied that match against that person, Mark Tordent, who you know. Mark. Um, and then it went to how you did against the third-place team. Well, we beat Matt Koval and his partner – Five and a half, three and a half, and I don't know if they lost or they just halved, but we, that gave us the win. Yeah. And we went into the shootout, and uh, on hole two, Brandon hits a good one down the left-hand side. I hit a second shot par five into the right-hand side bunker. He hit one out. I thought it was on the fringe. It was still in the rough, and um, I tried to putt it out of there, and it squared right on me. Left him a <laughs> six-footer. Not exactly ideal. Missed the putt. And we were out. So also there were three sixes, and all th- the th- the highest score. If there's ties, they're all out. Hey. So long story short, we won the flight. We won a bunch of money. It was a blast to make a lot of birdies. I, I mean, see we, you buy that Rolex with that. We we made a bunch of birdies, bud. Yeah, that's exactly so, what you should do. It was a it was it was a blast, and um, I got to play golf with. Georgie Burge on Sunday, uh-huh. which it was a fun. He got his new irons and then played with Matt Stell on Monday, and it was a blast. So. Man, no, dude. Uh, your back has to be, like, absolutely just wrecked right now. My shoulders. I mean, you get you, you ever look into massages maybe or something, bud? Yeah. So I mean, Keep you going. Speaking of back, coming mm-hmm. back for another NHL season, mm-hmm. our boy Hayden Fleury signs a two-year deal with the Tampa Bay Lightning while we were there, but, I mean, yeah, we're playing golf with him at Pete Dye before Ireland. Gets a call from the GM on number three, Pete Dye. He's walking down the fairway, yeah. not playing. And you know me, bud. I'm sticking my nose in there trying hey, to sniff like, around. What's he saying? What's he saying? Um, but can you just let the guy do his own contract. deal? Like, and uh, so he, then he came to Ireland, and, and we're going to roll it over the episode so you can hear some of the stories. He's a beauty of a guy, great guy, great good guy. golfer. So let's roll it on over to Hayden Fleury. Here we go, y'all. Enjoy it. As you all know by now, Chasing Birdies is proud to be partners with Holderness and Bourne. Check them out online at hbgolf.com. Holderness and Bourne makes fabulous pieces that help you look good on the course, even if your game is not up to par. Check out their new arrivals now for this golf season. Also, head on over to chasingbirdies.com to get some custom Chasing Birdie gear from Holderness and Bourne. We'll continue to drop these pieces through every season. That's chasingbirdies.com. And hold on to born at hbgolf.com. 
All right, y'all, we're back here for another episode of Chasing Birdies, and today we are switching it back on over to the cold ice with our man, Mr. Hayden Flurry. Hayden, what's up, bud? Not much. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing good, bud. Since we saw you across the pond and on the island of Ireland. Yeah. I played Hayden one really good golf. over you, bud? I'm still yeah. recovering from the trip. Sleeper. Zen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see uh, my back took like two weeks to come back it was still in ireland but no it was a trip of a lifetime it was awesome it was awesome well, buddy, glad we... That, that uh we invited you and you made yeah. it dude i mean it was a three-year process and and we'll mm-hmm. get into that trip in ireland a little bit but you you just signed a deal with the tampa bay lightning which is so exciting yeah tell talk us a little about, about that. that yeah i mean so uh kind of happened pretty quick i was going to Pittsburgh uh, on vacation and found out I was going to be a free agent about three hours before the flight. And uh, you vacationed in Pittsburgh? Yeah, well, poor ah. <laughs> Ireland. Uh, so we, uh, it kind of all happened really fast. Uh, I didn't think I would sign on the first day of free agency and thought it'd be a good idea to go golfing with you two. And uh, ended up not playing a lot of golf and being on my phone for most of the day. But uh, yeah, it was cool to get. You know, go to Tampa. It's obviously you know the cream of the crop in the NHL right now, and you know I'm just excited to join the group. Yeah. So, yeah. so for those of you who don't know, uh, Hayden was drafted by the Carolina Hurricanes, played there for a few years, and then um, in the expansion dr- expansion draft went over to Seattle, played a year there, and they did not pick his rights up, and that is why he signed his two year deal with the Tampa Bay Lightning, which I feel like, bud, I was a part of the mix. Like, I, was, <laughs> I mean, bud, I was like, You're right should I get there. on this phone a You're little right. better or what? Um, I but mean, Pat, what's that? He, Go ahead. He, he could not wait. I mean, we're walking down four. You, you're walking down four. You skip the hole. Pep's like, I need to listen to what's being said right now. I feel like I I'm back in the league a little bit. I felt like I was back in the league, but I know what it felt I like. I said, buddy, you know? calm the fuck down. Make your bogey putt. Let's go to number four, all right, number five, and, and get on with life. But anyways. Number five is the hardest hole on the planet, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it, it is. It's tough. But for you, did you have expectations that day? I know that it kind of happened so quickly, was Tampa on the radar? Were you thinking somewhere else? Were you thinking, let's go back home? I mean, there, there's so much that can happen. That's what people don't understand in the NHL. Like, it happens like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, it happened, kind of started the night before. And, uh, you know, it happened really fast. And then kind of just asked for a couple hours to kind of just get my wits about me and just really think it over and talk to my wife and talk to my agent. And, uh, yeah, we decided that, you know, it's a great spot to, you know, spend the next two years and, you know, kind of get going again. The last couple of years have been, you know, tough and not playing on, on a great team last year. I'd like to, you know, get back to winning hockey games. Well, you you're think, going somewhere where they win, bud. I, mean, I was just, yeah. And I was going to ask that. Do you think that playing on an expansion team like Seattle Kraken, that has an effect on you personally in terms of your performance, you know, just cause maybe the, the mojo around it isn't really there yet. Uh, I just think it was kind of a tough year for everybody involved last year in Seattle. I don't think it was, you know, the season anybody wanted. I thought, you know, our team was better than, you know, we showed and I don't know. It was, there's a lot of little things that went into it. COVID you could say uh, just lots of stuff, but you know, I think it was a, kind of a learning year for that organization and i think they'll be you know better for it in the future i i do like their colors though i will say that um, nice jerseys great great threads you know mutual mutual buddy i mean bash's twin brandon tanif <laughs> is there and and uh, god the guy hits the ball a mile but the master of the duck hook got got, got hands of a not so yeah. good person <laughs> um, yeah, don't go there but i mean uh, kind of loud. but tampa but, though buddy i mean it doesn't yeah. get much better than that. And no, it really doesn't. Not in the when NHL, you look, at least. I mean, yeah, it's exciting to just join a group of guys like that and just, you know, help out in any way I can. And, you know, just really just excited to get there and join the group. I mean, three finals in a row, back-to-back cup champs a couple of years ago. I, I mean, losing the finals last year, I know they'll be hungry. And, you know, I'm just excited to get there and, you know, join that. Yeah. Good for you. I'm excited to see you there too, bud. Well, I had originally met uh, Hayden through our, our good buddy, um, Vincent Trocek, 
in in Carolina. We played Old Chatham, and it was funny because like third hole, I'm sitting there. I just met Fleur, and he's just like, dude. Vince is such a rat on the ice. Like, I mean, I didn't like, I hated him. And now they were best friends. And, uh, man, the guy can play some golf, which was fun to watch. And he is addicted to golf. I mean, the guy on the third tee box to me said, hey, is that the Hulk shaft? Like, anybody that knows that, you're into equipment too. So it was cool to see. So talk a little bit about your love for the game of golf, where it came from. I mean, you're in Canada. You're a professional hockey player. A lot of hockey players do play golf in the offseason, but you're, but you're, really good you're really well versed in in the technology and everything that goes into the game of golf uh yeah so i started playing golf when i was three years old my dad uh and my mom both golfed and you know they loved golf too and played as a kid growing up nothing serious just kind of having fun in the summertime with my friends and uh you know just always loved playing golf in the summertime and then once i turned pro you know all your friends are working like a nine to five or something so you go to the gym at 10, 9, 10 a.m., you're done at 11, you're like, well, what am I going to do for the rest of the day? So most days it's, you know, going to the golf course and playing golf and, you know, staying after, playing more golf and just doing that. And now that I have a kid now, it's a little different, but... Uh, oh, Wolf, one years yeah. old. Yeah. So, celebrated uh, his birthday in Ireland, bud. That was good. Good dad. Yeah. But in uh, from the ages of 20 to 25, it was pretty, uh, you know, a lot of golf. And I think in 2020, I had 130 rounds and... So Holy I hell. a lot of golf. See, that's the thing, though. You think about golf, you know, you said it, your mom and dad played it. It's a generational sport. Like, Wolf's going to start, I'm assuming, dragging a golf club around here in the next year or so. And, you know, you're going to take him on the golf course. And that's like, for me, my son, dude, he's running around in the sand traps. He's picking his nose. He's chasing the butterfly. But he's he's getting to the golf course. Like, he wants to be there. I want it mm-hmm. to be fun for him and, and, and to see – that you can play this game forever, no matter how old you are. Um, mm-hmm. My dad, my dad's sixty nine years old. He played two hundred thirty two rounds of golf last year, and we play golf all the time together. It's just a sport that you can play forever. Forever, yeah. Anybody can play too. It doesn't. You don't have to, you know, meet certain criteria. Everybody plays. If you're not very good, that's why they have a handicapping system. It's a game where everybody can that. play and everybody can be competitive and. You know, it's a lot of fun being outside for four and a half, five hours, maybe four, depending on where you go. And, you know, it's just really enjoyable. Speaking what about the handicap system, bud, like, what do you think about this system? It's a dog shit. It's brutal for know. good golfers. It is. It's, I mean, it's a scam. Like, I it's put all my scores in, and I'm trending upwards t- to be where I should really be, like a two, maybe a three which I'm happy at. And then I shoot one good score and I'm like back down to 0.8. And yeah. It's like, how does it drop that much? But it never goes up. Didn't go up in Ireland. I mean, bud, it should be. He, it sh- should he be. fired a 97 on the one day and it went down. Two, buddy. Okay. That was like the worst day of my life. I had a great time because I was playing with you two knuckleheads. <laughs> but that was just absolutely a ball buster right there. Oh. Royal County down. Um, that back force is way too hard. Dude, but it was the win. It was everything. It was it was yeah. everything. So for uh-huh. for you going to Ireland, to. well, us going to Ireland. I mean, we played Pete Dye Golf Club, which was before we went off. It was awesome. And then you played Longview, and then as we've mentioned before, we've played Port Rush, Port Stewart, Ardglass, the Island, Royal County Down, and Port Marnock. Mm-hmm. For you, what? What was the best course and why? I mean, they're all good. It's just in what... I mean, for me, there was three. Like, obviously, Royal County Down is what it is. Like, it's number one course in the world. I thought Royal Port Rush was unbelievable. Just, like, the fact that they had the Open there and Shane Lowry won at, like, 16 under, whatever he did. Just to know that score after playing the course is pretty crazy and just gives Mm -hmm. you a lot more respect for those guys. And then... I think a course that you'd like to play every day was probably Port Marnock, where it was like still challenging, but a little bit easier, a little bit more fair, like not as like tough of a test as the other two, where it was, it's a course where you could play every day. And then I think, you know, the other two are what they are. They're, uh, you know, the history behind them kind of says it all. What about in Canada? Where do you like to play in Canada? I mean, because that western portion of Canada outside of Vancouver, I mean, dude, the courses have to be. And I know you said Banff's a beautiful spot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, 
Yeah, I remember at a course called Mickelson National. It is Phil's first design outside of the United States. And, uh, you know, me being left-handed in golf, you know, I, I love it. Every hole suits my eye. And, you know, I, it's a great course. But then kind of 45 minutes from Calgary, you get Banff National Park, their golf course. You have all these other golf courses right in the mountains with incredible views. Banff being probably the, the nicest scenic course maybe in the world even like the views you get out there unmatched the golf course is kind of a resort style course but the views are incredible and you know it's always a special day when you can go out there and you know be in the mountains for five hours and there's like golf. moose running around there right yeah yeah moose elk uh but these things would take bash and drag them into the woods <laughs> that, buddy they would i'd let them zins would be falling uh, out of his pocket poor guy <laughs> well listen dude i i love the zins in fact i got one in now but i bought a can of those rogues because you two had those damn things and they are juicier but they had a really good cinnamon flavor yeah they're so they're dangerous i'm experimenting with the rogue right now <laughs> um I just have but cigars. yeah we can't even see you because of the cigar smoke jonathan's smoking his cigar right now can't even see um, him so moving to tampa though i mean you got old memorial you got Calusa Pines right out around there somewhere. Or is that in Naples? That's Naples. That's Naples, yeah. Keep going. Sawgrass is a close drive. Sawgrass. You're going to have a totally different type of golf now. It's Old Memorial so good. It's I the told opposite. You, it is so good. It's the opposite from what opposite. I'm used to. Here you, you get no water. You get very, or very little water. You have all the big trees. And then kind of once you get to Florida, it's there's water in every single hole. And yeah. Gators it's now. Hard style of golf. That's not good, buddy. You better bring some extra balls, huh? Uh, yeah, maybe a few. We'll get Peering to send you some. Yeah. I mean, the guy had so, a nightmare to. Get, the guy had a nightmare coming to from Calgary. Yeah, why don't you talk about that, buddy? Because that the is guy, awesome. The poor guy <laughs> wore the same pair of underwear for seven days. Yeah. So uh, flying down, I took the red eye flight from Calgary to Toronto and. Got into Toronto and my bags both made it there and was good to go. And then land in Pittsburgh and I'm in Pittsburgh for five, four days before we go to Ireland. And my golf clubs show up, which was probably more important than my clothes, but my clothes never showed up and kind of waited at the airport. And Air Canada didn't have a single person working uh, at the airport that day. So I had to leave and couldn't claim my bag, couldn't do nothing. So went back the next day still nothing couldn't get in line couldn't find my bag eventually the third day a guy told me that my bag was still in toronto and the air canada in pittsburgh was still waiting for bags from like a month earlier from toronto so i was like oh no this is brutal so go to the call pap first say hey i don't have any clothes can you do anything for me and he's like okay we'll call steve peering says bring an empty carry-on he's like i got the rest and showed up to the airport that day. I went to Dick's uh, Sporting Goods to buy some underwear and socks and went to the airport with an empty bag and peering filled it right up and hooked me right up with all the clothes. And uh, yeah, it was perfect. I mean, I didn't even have enough room to buy any clothes at the golf courses we went to because Steve gave me so many clothes. And the fact that he got I mean, your size correct too, that's impressive. And that he got it there on time. That's the most impressive yeah. part. No, the most impressive part is that he got it there. That's, I mean, this guy is known for, he's like the luggage carriers of Air Canada, bud. It's like, where is he's it? He's nowhere to be found. Uh, let me tell you what. Uh, uh, let me call someone. Let me make sure. I don't know. So hats off to Peering for dressing Hayden for his own. Dude, every day I was Hayden's period. roommate in in uh, Ireland. First thing you hear up in the morning, you hear a uh, rapper <laughs> unwrapping. He's unwrapping a brand new cotton shirt. I mean, the poor kid was working out in the same blue Link Soul t-shirt yeah, for that was four days. That was I tough. mean, it was roasted, right? Because you can't wash clothes. They don't have washers in Ireland in these dang rooms. Dude, I mean, washers? How about air conditioners? They don't have that. Or double beds. How was it sleeping with Pepto? Did, did he snore? No, oh. he didn't snore. I mean, I sleep talk, and I'm I'm a deep sleeper, so it doesn't matter to me. But I was having a conversation about hitting one over the hill. The last night, he hit one over the hill. He was <laughs> sleepy talking. No, he wasn't. <laughs> no, he's good. Except for if the bus was at eight eight in the morning, he was up at six thirty okay. in the waiting in the lobby by seven. An yeah. hour. Well, before. but can you at least tell people like that I was working too? Like I was not just 
I, I worked a little bit. You guys filmed one podcast. That was it. Not for that. Well, it's not like he did anything else. Ooh, there it is. He was probably up on his laptop, clicking around, clicking around, rough yeah. one under the uh, rough one under the covers, doing nothing. He probably told you what time he was going to be ready to leave. I'm going to get up at this that time. By, beats that by half hour. Yeah, but I mean, what does it affect any of you guys? If I want to go downstairs and sit and have a cup of coffee with Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, I'm going to do so. It it didn't. I mean, I think it's phenomenal that you have that ability to just do shit way <laughs> earlier than um, ever. I did. I, I pulled. I pulled such a childish prank on on our boy. Oh my last god! Night. You are a child. And so, I'm standing <laughs> in the shower, and I look up, and I move the shower head. It wiggles a little bit. So I said, "You know what? Fuck it." I get out. I turn the shower head to the side. I said, "Hey, buddy, you getting a shower?" He's like, "Yeah." And I said, "Well, you getting one now or what?" And he's like, "Yeah, just relax, dude." So he goes in, and immediately he's like, "You fucking child." <laughs> Turns it on, just gets sprayed down. Sprayed. Down. Right in the Still face. Still got the child games. It was no, brutal. Man. That was, I mean, we played a good bit in Ireland. I think we played, I think we played a Port Rush together. We played Port Rush together. We played RCD. We played RCD, three of us. And we played the island together. Private Kangaroo Island. We did play the island together. Yeah, we played three days together. It was a blast. My yeah. caddy, my caddy at RCD said, "On twelve, that par five, I hammer driver. Twelve par five, straight, dead straight. Hammer driver, straight. It was downwind, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. Was downwind. We we're downwind there. I smoke it. Flair gets up there with three wood, hits it like five feet off the ground, and he is thirty by me. Oh yeah, he hits <laughs> three wood pitching wedge. So it makes birdie. He left the putt short, like he did everything else. Um." <laughs> <laughs> we're on 14 and my caddy comes over and he says lad he says what's that guy do I say he plays hockey he said I've never seen anything like that before like three wood pitching wedge on this par 5 that, dude I hit driver 6 iron yeah I mean well and it was straight downwind and the ball bounces like 8 feet in the air once it hits the ground there's yeah. literally no benefit to hit driver there no. why not just hit 3 wood everywhere Especially Royal County Down, like I thought you could have hit four iron around that course too. Like that cliff that we had to walk over on hole nine when I almost killed the caddy. Like that—that's mm. one of the coolest holes maybe in the world. Like that—that that was nine? incredible. Yeah, yeah. We had an incident, another incident with you on—I um, mean, day one, right out of the gate. Of course, we're on the range. You hit driver. Clearly says oh, no God. metal woods. <laughs> um, guy comes out I of his house. About this. <laughs> Guy comes yeah. out of his house. You hear this, bing! Guy comes out of his house, blue shirt, looking down the range. I said, dude, you just hit his house. He said, no, I didn't. I said, you just hit driver? He said, yeah. And I said, where'd it go? He said, a little left. I said, you just hit his house. <laughs> and the guy comes in and walks back in. Walks back in. I said, the big sign behind you says, no metal woods. Yeah. You know, it was a long day. I, dude, that that trip day. from top to bottom was incredible. The amount of Guinnesses that were drank, and, and it was just a blast. I mean, the Guinness... I never really had Guinness until that trip. I had mm -hmm. one Guinness in my life leading into that. Mm -hmm. Me too. I mean, I think, you know, I was telling people when I got home, I, th I said, you know, Ireland's a place I'll go back any day. The people were so nice. The living is cheap. Like the food we got is cheap, really good, but like cheap, you know, like I thought everything was, you know, completely well ran. Our driver, Sean, was incredible and, you know, maybe made the trip. And, you know, we had, uh, you know, guys like Steve and, IP. IP. IP thrown up in the bus just to keep the entertainment high for the boys. So we're playing at the island, and this caddy, he reminds oh. me of the fucking kid off of Roseanne, like that little <laughs> son, that meatball like Billy. And he just starts out the gate. He is just riding Fleur. And at first, yeah. it's like, you know, it's kind of funny banner, right? They're just kind of jawing back and forth. And then he says to Fleur, Fleur wasn't hitting driver, and he says, you're not hitting driver on this hole? And Fleur goes, nah, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, pussy. No. <laughs> and then Fleur's like, is this guy really chirping me? He's like, I'm going to deck him. I'm going to deck <laughs> this kid right now. I mean, the kid was like 19 years, 18 years old. Just giving it to him, and he couldn't do anything about it. No. It was he's, just like, like he's like, can you finally hit a shot? Can you hit a shot for once? 
just nonstop chirping Fleur. And Fleur, by hole number 15 at part five, Fleur was like, he was gone. He was like, I'm, yeah, I'm out of this. Uh, I'm just. He kind of lost me there. I mean, I, I like the banter in the golf course and, you know, not from a guy I just met in Ireland. Like, I like bantering with the guys I'm playing with. I don't need to be getting rinsed by a caddy. But <laughs> rinsed by a caddy? He completely. <laughs> he got me the whole day. That guy, he took my lunch money. He well, owns me. Well, he it's does. one of those things, too. That, like, it's fine. Like, it's it's fine to a point. But, dude, like, let me fucking enjoy myself a little bit. Well, yeah, especially when you're, if even if you're not playing that great or not, whatever. Like, But, but we don't need chirps from the fucking peanut. Here's your 10 like, euros. Okay? Beat it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was brutal. No, but I mean, yeah, it sucked. But all the rest of the caddies were good guys. I mean, Bash was promoting his tick, your guys' TikTok to our caddy at Port Rush. He loved TikTok. He said, "What's your TikTok?" I said, "Honestly, I don't even know what it is, but I know we got." I one. don't have it. I just know <laughs> we have it. Uh, I know we got one, but no, that was that was a blast. And then we we had the dinner the one night. And we decided to make you and Trochi two captains for the last day of the Ryder Cup. And I was on Team Fleur. Yeah. It was a tough team to be on, bud. I'm just, I'm here. I'm the representative for Team Trocek. And I feel like we didn't do anything to really get the troops wild up. I mean, we just kind of, you know, we just kind of talked softly to each other. Yeah, you know what? It was, you know, I'm the captain of the team. And, you know, at the end of the day, we failed. I think I folded, like, the, a $5 suit from Walmart and uh, kind of just bailed. I have been roasting me on the podcast ever since. And, uh Thinks I don't listen, but I do, and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about that, though. Let's yeah. let's talk about the That's key true. match. Let's talk about it. Yeah. What we all, everyone, uh, Peering's gonna beat Pep five and four plus thirty two hundred. Who wants it? Blah, blah, blah. And Peering put up a good fight. I had to play my balls off coming down the stretch, but you and Trocheck had a match going. Um, you were what two up through ten on him. I was two up through 10. I made birdie on 10 to go two up. Yeah. Followed that up with a shank oh, yeah. off the tee on yeah. 11 and yeah. gave him that right back. And um, so they are all square through 17, dude. Yeah. And Fleur hits a great one down the left-hand side. Tough hole. Troach duck hooks one. Fleur proceeds to tell me after he's lost his glove 17 times this day. Like, literally, this guy loses his golf glove on every hole. And he comes over. He's like, dude, I, 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 feel, I, I feel like I'm going to have diarrhea. Like, after he hit this tee shot, I'm like, holy hell, bud. Like, I strike the tee Can you imagine how these guys are on tour? Like, that's the number one thing that I always people, ask people. Like, dude, imagine how good they are. One shot lead, British Open, and yeah. they're not even, like, thinking about it. No. 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 Troach duck hooks one. Punches out across the fairway, almost to the other shit. He probably had like 120 left. Fleur hits a great second shot to probably like 20 feet. Um, Wrong side Front of the left hole. pin. Yeah. And Troach hits his third to 12 feet. And well, so come- Troach's third bounced up the hill, and it's a miracle it didn't go in the bunker. If he was in the bunker, I'd won the match. It was done. And wow. this thing bounces up the hill somehow to 10 feet. And I'll give so him church comes over and he says, I'm going to make this. And I said, I love it. And Fleur puts it by like five feet. And he said, he's got that. I said, bud, my man just told me he was going to have diarrhea on 18 feet because he was so nervous. Yeah. He's not, I'm... he's not making this. So Vince makes it. Fleur pushes it low side. Church I mean, wins the ma- wins the match, and he ends up pra- practically winning. It's he won two. We won tw- two and a half out of the three possible points in our group. Yeah, there was a putter throw involved into the weeds. The bartender from nine was dying laughing. She loved it. <laughs> I haven't used that putter since. Probably we, should. Uh, I mean, I mean, the guy plays on ice in front of thousands of people, and he limps it in on eighteen because of nerves. It's, it's different. Golf completely different. It's it's you like when I'm out there with on the ice. It's not just me. I got other guys out there with me. Yeah, you got other peppies out there yeah. running around, their heads off. And you know what? Me and Peering, we had a great day. We had to go in there for a bit. We thought we were in Pep's kitchen the whole time. Steve made a three for two on a par three that That's we thought we were going to lose Pep on, but 
you know what? It was it was a great day. I think that was the match of the week, and it was a lot of fun. See, that's that's the beauty of it all, man. We can all get out there. Nobody takes offense to anything being said. And also, we make our own games. Yeah, within the games. Like, everybody, just fucking play golf, and your life would be great. And miserable at the same time, but great. (laughs) Um... But no, that that was that was fun. I, I know we. I was a little sad we lost, but well, it dude, is what I, it is. real quick, I inquired about twenty twenty four Ireland from the people that we took the trip with, and it's already booked. So my uncle is going over there. He leaves tomorrow, and he plays sixteen rounds in eleven days. And I told him, I said, "You're going to need to bring a Theragun." And a bucket of ice because you're going to need to have an ice bath every night because you will not be able to walk. It's insane. No. I, I said, I don't know how you're going to do it, but like, have fun. Dude, those trolleys, we got some of those damn trolleys, and I, for some reason, got the automatic one. Dude, that <laughs> thing was such a mess to try to use on that course. That was on the island. Yeah. That was automatic. Ass. Hit the speed button. That thing runs away. It looks like R2-D2 out there. You can't even grab a hold of the damn thing. It's falling off the tee box. And then Daddy got one at Port Marnock. He thought he was Mr. Slick Rick. And by the fourth hole, he's like, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? I'm like, dude, I told you, they are the absolute worst. Yeah, they are the worst. Do not get an automatic trolley, as they call them, because they suck. You're better off just carrying your bag, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Did you carry your bag? I carried... I thought I took mine at the island. But do I do you anything that consists of work, like lifting a, a muscle? You don't care. You don't work out, hey, Pat. No, that's all right. But don't tell me what I do and I don't do. It's none of your guys' business. <laughs> I've seen. I do body. sit up. I've seen your body. You don't work out. Skinny fat. <laughs> Am I skinny fat? That's what church tells me. He said, "Bud, you're skinny fat." Did did you, did you have the pleasure of shaving his neck? He shaved my back the one night. Oh, his back is gross. I mean, his back is gross. The kid basically <laughs> always wants to get that back neckline shaved up before he puts that collar shirt on. Yeah. He got Summer skinny. will be on it this Sunday before the, the concert because she's got to shave my neck a little bit, square it up. I got gray chest hairs coming in. I got ear hairs growing. That's nice. I mean, I'm a mess over here. So are getting old, boys. I'm 36 years old, looking like I'm 50. <laughs> One thing, you know, we had a weird instance in the lobby the second night in Ireland. Uh, we meet back up. We, we oh, have a we want to have a couple cold pops, and oh, we're man. sitting there. It's me, you, Trochi, Pep. I think Bimmer came down. <laughs> B cats and muscles. They were they were asleep already. Everybody was asleep except us. We meet some locals, some local lads, and. It, Apparently, everyone thinks they're Conor McGregor because of what Conor McGregor, McGregor did yeah. in Ireland. So the, what do you do? You box? You box? No, bud. Do I look like I box? No. <laughs> he fits in the um, boxing glove, bud. <laughs> I mean, no. Okay. How'd you get here? Jet ski. He what wrecked his boat. Wrecked his thing. But I feel like, Fleurs, this guy kind of was coming on to you a little strong. I mean, at one point, we have a picture of this. Uh, I doubt we'll share it with anybody, but we have a picture of this guy getting really close to you. Mm-hmm. And we have a picture of you looking like you're in preschool sitting on Santa Claus' lap. <laughs> like, what? Um, you know, I think that I, I saw I saw the look in your eye where you almost, yeah. you, you kind of felt He was there, scared though. a little bit. I, it was, right? I was a little, little scared. I mean, uh, I had the big fisherman beside me and then I had his friend trying to put a move on me from behind. And, um, yeah, a little, little scary. I think you guys enjoyed it probably a lot more than I did, but, um, <laughs> it was, it was funny. It was um, really uncomfortable but, and I didn't know what to do with his 250 pound fisherman friend sitting right beside me that just crashed his boat and he might've been looking for one. I don't know, but, um, he, uh, his he bought everybody whiskey was, though, but the whiskeys yeah. were flying. Yeah. The, but, yeah, and Jonathan yeah. refused to take one. I refused to take the whiskey, dude. I I'm said, not, "Bud, I'm not doing this." Well, that's after Troach and CJ almost got us kicked out of the hotel. Oh, yeah, too. 
for putt putting. No, it was that night, wasn't it? They were putt putting in their underwear. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I said the I, the best one is I said, listen. I said, I've had enough. They came into our room. I said, I've had enough of you two. I said, here's what's going to happen. If I hit it closer to this, you got to leave. If I, they're like, well, what if we, you don't? I said, you can stay for five more minutes. I hit it closer. I said, get the hell out. Like, but. Yeah. It was, it was a blast, dude. I mean, the food, like you said, the food was good. The Guinness game that you guys were all playing was hilarious to watch. The arguments, the 20s flying around for if you got to the above the Guinness and under the harp and all that shit. It was a blast. Then the putt putt, the putting contest at yeah. Royal County Down, potentially we're probably wanted in Ireland right now for even doing that, um, was a blast. Dude, we were putting from right side of the green over to the chipping green, across the fairway, up to the chipping green, and... Um, through a bunker. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was ten o'clock at night. We're putting. Not a breath of wind, of course. At Royal County Down. Yeah, you guys. That yeah. was awesome. What about yeah. we went to dinner and we come back and and you know for somebody like you that that is a professional athlete and you're you're around, you know, the who's who of of the league all the time and and you don't get impressed by who you see but like when you see somebody like Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Eric Church just hanging out in the lobby of the hotel that we're at, it is kind of like. Holy shit! Like, they're as big as that gets. I mean, in that in their realms, and in mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you find out they own the hotel, they show up in a helicopter, like yeah, you know, that's that's some you know, you know big time uh, you know people there, and they own the hotel at well, St Andrews too. Like, obviously, those two like to play golf if they're buying those two hotels, so. You know what? If uh, they ever need a fourth, I'm I'm their guy. Yeah, that you'd be a good fourth, bud. I mean, I feel like you in the wind are good because you hit a low ball. I do keep it low, but you know, sometimes the driver just don't cooperate. Especially when I find I get better when I play courses like the second time. I'm not great at playing courses one time and just moving on to the next. I think, uh, I mean, to me, uh, that's what makes golf hard is because it's a different course every single day. And uh, yeah, I think it's something that when you're not comfortable and you can still play good golf, I think that's the sign of a really, really good golfer. Yeah, no, you're right. And golf's great in that respect because, you know, I can't go on a basketball court and play the basketball court like Michael Jordan or Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. But I can go to a golf course and play on the course that Tiger Woods, you know, Jordan Spieth, some of these other cats won. And I think that's what makes golf so special in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, you think about it, like when we played at Royal County down, they're talking about old Tom Morris, two of the greens are still there. Like what, yep. what the, that's mm-hmm. the 1800s. Yeah. It's, like, isn't that insane? The history that is on a golf course, you literally feel like there's people walking around with uh, wooden clubs and and mashies and the feather balls and all that stuff because it's just like there's so much history there. Mm-hmm. And the caddies are part of that history because they've all been there since they were 18 years old. Yeah, even the clubhouse at Ardglass was from the 1600s or whatever it was from. Like it was crazy, crazy. So, Flo- yeah, no, that that's it's neat. I want your opinion. You know. Today kicks off the BMW Championship FedEx Cup playoffs, and there was rumors circulating last week before St. Jude that Cam Smith is headed to live. Now, he comes off a win, wins the Open Championship, and gets paid 100 mil or so, so to speak, to go. Mm -hmm. Um, What's your opinion on this whole live movement? I mean, I can definitely see both sides of it. I think, uh, you know, on one, like the guys that are staying on tour, I think it's obviously that's what you dream of as a kid growing up. You dream of playing on the PGA Tour and winning those tournaments like Memorial or Genesis or like any of those like, you know, big tournaments and then obviously the majors. But I think when you see guys like struggle, like that are in like the 110 to like 140 range on the in the FedEx mm-hmm. Cup, like... I don't know what's stopping those guys from taking some guaranteed money to support their families and, you know, make life a little less stressful. I think that's the two sides I see. I think I obviously see that, you know, the top, other than Cam Smith, the top 15 players are still there for now. I think a lot of things are going to change after the FedEx Cup playoffs are done. And I think it'll look a lot different coming into next season. I think you could really see some, you know, really big names not be playing on the pga tour which, which is wild to me i mean it's just like 
I, we were in a group text, us three, and it's like they they came out the other day. The court came out the other day that they're really not getting paid. Like let's just say Cam Smith, a hundred million dollars. It's almost mm-hmm. like a upfront hundred million dollars, and then he chips away at that hundred million dollars from his winnings yeah. in the events. Which again, like what Tiger said, I kind of agree with Tiger said is like. What do you have to get up and practice for then? Yeah. Like what you didn't even have to practice, dude. You get you got your money. Yeah. I think it it's just watering down the competition. And the one thing I don't like about it, it's fifty four holes, I think. I mean, you can't even get world golf ranking points because you don't even have a seventy two hole tournament. Like I think at the end of the day, like you still need to be able to compete and get the juices going. Like you can't tell me that their juice like their competitive juices are going showing up to a fifty four hole tournament. And just, you know, basically they're just checking in and checking out. That's basically what they're doing, and they're making a lot of money doing it. Yeah, I think they should figure out a way to co-mingle. I mean, I know the PGA Tour hates it, and but, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see what Augusta says about the Masters in April. I want to know Greg Norman's. He's had a hard-on for the PGA Tour. Dude, he tried this in 1994. Since before I was born, he's had it out for the Tour. He has literally tried this since 1994 creating a tour and he finally got the Saudis involved but like what dude what's your what's your deal with the PGA Tour I mean they gave you a life that yeah to be honest bud yeah you're probably wrangling on some snakes in Australia otherwise eh? yeah I mean I don't understand it I think but I mean you know in all kind of sports competition is a good thing I think they just need to find a way to you know for this kind of venture to make golf a better game and whether that's like uh, a best on best once a year where everybody gets still gets to see the best players play I think that would be something cool maybe like I don't know you just we can't only see the best the best players in, in the world in golf play four times a year at the majors if they're allowed that that would just suck yeah it would but you know and that's that's gonna be the, the biggest question mark um, biggest contingency right now on this whole damn thing how are the majors going to react? I mean, the USGA already put that statement out this year, you know, so will that be the case for next year? I don't know. But um, it's always interesting, though, to hear everyone's perspective. I I've heard some people. Augusta. I, to yeah. me, I think Augusta is yeah. going to ban I them. think if Augusta says no, I think the rest of them fall in line. And, I mean, Augusta's the pinnacle of golf. And I think if they say no, that you're not coming, I think the rest of them are going to the same. That's all she wrote. Yeah. 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 I, I just, I don't know. But Gus, Augusta, if they do say no, they're not going to make a big stink about it. No. It's they're just, just not going to invite them. Yeah. They just won't get an invite. Right? Because it's an invitation. Yeah. And they just won't get an invite. They're not going to mm-hmm. come out and say, hey, unfortunately, we're not. I just don't see Augusta doing that. No. Uh, but that's the interesting thing about the, all the majors. that They're all their own. Governing bodies. Exactly. The USGA, the PGA mm-hmm. Championship, the RNA, and Augusta National. They can literally all get together and say, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to ban these guys. Or another, I said this on the trip, which it's kind of dumb, but whatever. Another thing is you blackball these players from TV coverage. Yeah. Just don't show them. But then if the guy's leading on Sunday, I mean, you well, still want to see a, It's going to be a fucking quiet Sunday, bud, on TV. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean... It sucks because, like, these guys are, like, DJ used to be the number one player in the world. Phil is obviously Phil, and, Dude. you know, you love watching him play, and now you have He's... to go on YouTube and watch these guys play golf. It kind of sucks. I, I enjoyed Phil up until this bullshit. Like, bud, you're a dweeb. Like, now you're going to sue the P- – you don't even want to be on the PGA Tour. Now you're going to sue him because, like, what are we yeah. doing here? Did you see he's, like, 40 over par since he signed his contract? Yeah, yeah, he's I mean, he got 40 to play over for. in Ireland for six days, so I understand what he's going through. <laughs> I mean, he just had to get out of that debt a little bit. And... You didn't sign a $200 million deal to go to Ireland, though. But that's the thing. Phil was like the operator for the for the PGA. He was the middleman. Mm-hmm. He had all the relationships on the PGA Tour. He got these guys to go over there. I mean, you see the text messages of Sergio mm-hmm. and, and Greg Dorman the other day. I mean, there's, there's just still so much stuff that's unclear about the live, and it's very interesting to see. And again, I wouldn't be surprised one day it comes down to, you know, the live players versus the PGA Tour players and another cup involved. I know mm-hmm. there was rumors about a President's Cup instead of, uh, what is, not Europe, it's um, international. 
now you still have USA players playing USA player. It's just yeah. It's, it's a cluster right now. Yeah, it's a mess, and I think it's uh, it's just like golf's in like a weird spot right now. Like you, this week the FedEx Cup playoffs start, and like you're missing some of the biggest names, like guys that are, you know, should be right there, and it's just it's weird turning yeah. the TV on, and sometimes you don't really know many guys playing. It's it's a lot different. The guy that won the Wyndham Championship, apparently he's American, because I was listening to his interview. And I'm thinking I'm going to have a hard time understanding what he's saying before Amanda Balionis starts oh, interviewing him. This is He's crazy. And this cat spoke <laughs> clearer English than me. Yeah. I mean, I could not believe that. Out of the blue. I'm like, this guy, he, where's the translator? Oh. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I, I was watching Golf Channel the night before the final round. And uh, yeah, I turned it on. I was like, oh my God, that's this is crazy. Well, he made what a quad in the first hole of this event. Yeah, and he wins the event. Played yeah. the last so seventy-one holes at twenty-four under. Now that you're in uh, better weather situations, other than I mean, Seattle's not really that great, but Raleigh was all right mm-hmm. for you. But now you're in Tampa. You're gonna have sunshine, warm weather in December, right in the midst of the NHL season. How are you gonna cope with that golf game? Uh, you know, I'm trying to get to the spot where I don't need to play a lot to play good but i've also had a lot of guys on their team that can really hit the golf ball so they said killorn's a stick i'll go in there with my point nine index and just get smoked probably but whatever it's a good time and uh, that'll make you better yeah it'll make me better i've heard a lot of good things about uh, the guys on the team and a lot of guys like to golf and it's perfect Buckle up, baby. Old, old Mo, here he comes. Yeah, yeah we got you that connect yeah. there. The cat I played with at Pikewood's a member there, so there you go. No, I'm excited. Um, all right, well, listen, man. It's always a pleasure talking to you, and I think now we're just going to take this bad boy into our tap-in segment. Sounds where good. Mr. Pepe, your roommate's going to ask you some questions. <laughs> Brought to you by Betonardi Golf. Take it away, Peps. Tap-in segment. All right. First one, dream foursome for you. can be alive, gone, mm-hmm. sitting in front of you, whatever. Steph Curry, Tiger Woods, um, uh, JT. Ooh, goody. Favorite pair of Jordans that you own? Uh, the new fragment, uh, Travis Scott Lowe's. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good, bud. All right, and your on-course drink, if you're partaking in that. Uh, transfusion, preferably a slushy. Okay, we're going we're to transition to a hockey question because we haven't asked that much, but favorite and loudest arena to play in? Uh, I think they're different. I think uh, my favorite rink to play in is loudest is Vegas. Tampa. And uh, my favorite rink to play in is uh, the Bell Center in Montreal. Montreal. That, it's crazy that the song they come out to uh cold play fix you is you wouldn't think it's a cool coming out song but that it's crazy it gives me chills every time and it's a really cool place to play. and your brother cal played there and now he's in seattle yeah. so um got got the cal hayden brother duo in the nhl which is really cool um so i know you got a special weekend this weekend so congratulations to you and jade i mean it's already yeah you, you guys are already married but uh you're having a party uh, celebration of of it, and uh, Wolf will be there. Time went on on the milk side, and um, Wolf, will be. congrats! Yeah, buddy. no, thank you guys very much. It's good to finally get on the pod. It's been too long. Yeah, it's good to get you on there, but we got some great content of you from Ireland, so just be on the oh, lookout no. for that. But oh yeah, <laughs> okay, well, my man, thank you, dude. No Appreciate boys. it. Keep chasing. Okay, sounds good. Yep. Thank you. You know, one thing about Hayden is the guy's always cheesing. He's, I mean, he's got he's that big, laughing, big smile. Him and Ian can compete for, like, best smile. The story about the guy rubbing his shoulder, his face, bud. He looked like he was so scared. I mean, I thought it was going to happen. I'm like, we got to get Hayden out of here, man. Um, a little sweet little hotel in Northern Ireland. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. But um, it was it was awesome to have Hayden on. He's a, he's so funny, dude. Like yeah. you said, he just smiles the whole time, and no, he's, he's hilarious. And uh, he hits the ball a long way, and yeah, he's good and looking, and he's got it all, dude. So. You know, I love these in pouches. 
Daddy loves his Zin pouches. Yep. And I think you all listeners do. out there, Zin pouches are like these like nicotine pouches. But they're actually supposed to help people like stop with nicotine, but sometimes they help people In reverse. Yeah, a little reverse. So Chochi and Hayden have these rogues, which are like these juicy little packets, and they're just so good. So thank you, Hayden, for um, opening my eyes to that um, that world of rogue. I've got a can right here, sitting here, but. You were going through. You were ripping through uh, like Sunday candy. night, Monday. Too. Like I'll tell you what, dude. I I have to say. Well, first off, thank you to Nemecolon for putting the show on. Big thank you. It was incredible. Go check them out, nemecolon.com. Uh-huh. I know the boys. Everyone was so excited to be here for it. But, but I don't know how country artists do this shit. Like get after it Sunday night, wake up Monday, like everything's fine. But not 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 really. Fine. Nothing, nothing's nothing's right. fine. There's nothing fine. And then just tie one on for the rest of the day, and then back at it. Yeah. It's a different world, man. And I mean, having that event at Nemecolon. With Holderness and Boring involved, the pieces that Holderness and Boring gave, everybody loved. It was awesome. So we hope you people out there who were able to make it up here for those dates enjoyed yourselves. And, you know, for those of you that weren't able to make it, keep your eyes peeled for 2023. Make sure you go over to chasingbirdies.com for the swag, hats. A lot of this will be up there. That you'll see in photos. Uh, we appreciate your support. Uh, it helps a lot. Buddy, I appreciate you. You, you, my man, I got to thank you because you did a lot of the work, the legwork on getting the songwriter festival going at Nemecolon, the coordinating with the clothes, coordinating with the artists, getting their transportation set up. But I mean, you are a professional assistant. So thank you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, bud. I appreciate uh, that. Just organized, right? So, again, chasingbirdies.com. Check it out. Tell your friends. Like, listen, subscribe. We appreciate all the support. Let's keep it rolling. We like yeah. to see people succeed and be happy for others. Yeah. We want you to be happy. We want to be happy. Let's help each other out a little bit. Yeah. Keep listening. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Chasing Birdies. Stay tuned for the next drop. Thank you to Evo at Simpler Media for all your help. And thank you to our social media team, Jacqueline and Rachel, for doing what y'all do. You, you make us look good, and we are just trying to get the vibe going on TikTok. Y'all have a good weekend now. Keep chasing. <laughs>